Hi, everyone, and welcome to episode 90 of the Holding Court podcast. Today, my special guest is Liz Phillips, wife of Los Angeles Dodgers pitcher Evan Phillips. We'll chat about getting acclimated to life in LA, being traded right after she purchased gear from another team, and how she handled a pest situation in her home. All coming up right now on Holding Court. Boom. Hi there. Hi. This was a very highly anticipated episode for us, I have to say. You were certainly was. Very not difficult to track down, just it was both of our schedules. We just couldn't get it together. But such is baseball life. Correct. So the first time we were gonna do the episode. You had a hair appointment. I did. And then you were going to make your way over the hill to me in the valley and traffic. I learned that going over the hill to you was going to cause some issues. I didn't realize that. I thought I had done my due diligence. I was in (laughs) ways. I actually did like arrive by like on the date of to see like what that would be. Um, And let's just say it didn't add up. I was running perfectly on time. I said I would leave by four and I was leaving at exactly four. Are you, are you pretty punctual? Um, what? This is a safe space. You like to be? I would love to be. But you're not. I try my best. I think that my thing is if I could be, if 15 minutes late was on time, I am on time every time. And I don't know what it is to get over the hump of that 15 minutes, but for whatever reason, I'm always... It's just always there. And I think it's maybe an unrealistic time management of how long it actually takes me to do something. So full disclosure, we have to have our bags downstairs at 2.30. I will be walking out of my hotel room at probably 2.29, which I should probably head down at what, 2.20, realistically? In a perfect world. But then the times that I've been down at that bus at 2.30 it, I wait. We're always waiting on someone. It used to be Gianni, bless her, (laughs) love her. But I would sit on the bus for 10, 15 minutes. And then I think, huh, it's like when you get on the airplane and you're sitting and there's, they say, we're waiting on someone. And you just think I would have loved to have that extra 15 minutes that that person is given right now. I forget who I was talking to, but somebody recently said kind of to remedy that situation, it's do what you would have been doing just where you are. So if you're early and you would have been doing some work or something, just do the work. And that was interesting to me. But I don't know. I think the 15-minute thing, just if you tell yourself you have to be somewhere, at, let's say 2.15 instead of 2.30 and genuinely believe it, that's the hard part is not telling yourself that you made it up. Sometimes that helps. Yeah. And it's, well, LA, and this will segue into your life in LA this year, but LA is just, it's so different. It used to be when I first moved here in 2005, you could kind of get an idea. It was, okay, don't be, it used to be, don't be on the 405 at 405 in the afternoon and go later, go earlier. Now it's, I can have a flight at five in the morning and they just decided they're going to do road construction for five miles. And then Waze will take you to a dead end down an alley into like a dumpster fire and just say, good luck, (laughs) have fun getting there. So there is no rhyme or reason anymore. And I think I'm clinging to that that things should be better. Like the guys will have a one o'clock game on Sunday and I think, oh, I can get there in 20 minutes. No, not true. Never, correct. And I think people from LA want so badly to downplay the traffic. Oh, they say, oh, you get anywhere in 20 minutes. And we want to say, oh, it wasn't that bad. Even the girls that live in the beach area will say, oh, it only takes me 30 minutes to get to the stadium. Mm, From downtown, from when you're already there. Oh no, we have the fast track. It's fine. It's so easy. People want to defend their place but I don't know it's It's just interesting because our experience is just I mean I will say I have learned time management in a whole different way out in LA because nothing is ever as it seems when it comes to timing ever when you found out you guys were going to be living in LA what was the like what's the perception that you had of it (laughs) like in that moment yeah just were you excited and you just think weather all that or do you think oh gosh LA and everything that comes with it. We just had absolutely no time to think about that, which is like the absolute truth. So Evan FaceTimed me, I think it was around like one or one thirty Eastern time. We were on the East coast and we were not in the same location. 
And I was on a plane by 8.30 that evening. So I love that. I think, yes, like when I was packing, but I was packing from Florida. So I was like, I guess climate, like maybe kind of the same. Yeah. But we were excited. I mean, it, all I, Evan's FaceTime was very like blurry, a little messed up. And all I heard was Dodgers. And I was like, <laughs> oh my goodness, let's do it. But that's exciting. It was very exciting. So you were coming from which team? The Rays. Okay. Um, one game. I know this. I just wanted everyone else That's to That's fair. <laughs> just one, one quick game there. So it feels like we were coming from the Orioles, but it was the Rays. So what was, wait, what was that timeline from Orioles to Rays to Dodgers? Yeah. So ooh, I have this written down. I know I should have it. I it's believe. Fine. We can figure it out together. I believe was August 3rd, the claim date. It was a span of two weeks. I believe August 3rd. Actually, you know what? I'm not going to get this one wrong. Because we were just celebrating these little quote-unquote anniversaries. I mean, it's exciting to, yeah. for us to make it a year somewhere. But um, We've never been in a situation like that. Obviously, Justin was non-tendered by the Mets, but that was a whole off-season to figure it out and be unemployed and right. hope that a team calls. But we have, I honestly, I think about the players that are dealt continuously at the trade deadline and guys that are on different teams every single year. Right. And baseball life as it stands, if you're on the same team is still pretty chaotic. Right. So I always have extra appreciation and respect for the players, especially when players have kids and oh they're, my goodness, they've yes. made their home in cities and they're uprooted and then it's on the plane. And I will say teams do a pretty good job of getting people acclimated and getting them where they need to go. But no matter how much help you have, that is just a cluster F of a situation, I'm sure. It's a lot. Um, you kind of go with it, but it was interesting. I guess we were on the Orioles. He was on the Orioles for a few years, so it felt consistent. And then it's funny now when people ask, I'm like, three teams in three weeks? I don't know, but it was. So August 4th, assigned to AAA with the Rays. And then August 12th, his contract was selected. And then I think he made his Rays debut on like the 14th. And then by the 16th, he was a Dodger. And I think people don't realize, I mean, people know it definitely, but what goes on in those 24, 48 hours is so wild. And I just, I mean, he, it was like a three inning save. He got with the Rays. He gets DFA'd that evening. I had no idea. I was in the hotel room waiting for so him. So he had a good outing with yes, the Rays. And I was really proud of him. And I was like, going to give him a big hug. And, and then Dodgers face. were like, we'll take that on our team. Thank <laughs> I you. I mean, everything is like in retrospect, everything is such a blessing, but I mean, it, it can change so quickly. Yeah. Um, and so, yes, I, to answer your initial question, <laughs> when we found out about Los Angeles, very excited, very excited about the weather, excited about the team, most excited about the team. Did you buy any raise gear? Yes. So here's <laughs> Did the, you no, keep the here, receipt and the tax on it? I am so glad you asked that question because, yes, to all of the above, there was like a T-shirt that um, is probably still somewhere, but we live in Sarasota, so there were oh, like, yeah. raise gear things down the street so I could just go and get yeah them. So I, I remember when Justin something. signed I drove to big five or something and <laughs> got a car flag because we he signed with the Dodgers I want to say like on Valentine's Day and spring training started the next day and we fully I went and got a flag for the car for us to drive out and like a little hat that's I was amazing. like go team we did not get a car flag but I really wish that we did you still can I, I think there's will. time not for the race obviously but a Dodger no, one and you could do the one. window chalk too I think I have to yeah, we did that in high school for people's sweet 16 and such. I love that. I think actually Mean Girls at one point did it to my car too and wrote some choice words. That's not nice. It's no, so it's sad. Nice. Oh no, they were not kind. But this will be a more positive Yeah, so experience. if anyone's wondering if there's a car that rolls up with some chalk. Honk chalk if you're horny for the Dodgers. Oh my gosh. <laughs> That'll be my car. You, don't have, you can put something family friendly <laughs> We should coordinate that. We should for the playoffs. Yeah. I, I always look really for fun. ways to mix it up. I talk about what our pregame drink needs to be or what we need to do to get. Because I think if the wives are all in sync and we're all on board, it's things just go better. We're not superstitious at all. No, but I think if we do it to the guys' cars, it would make for a fun parking lot. And then the energy <laughs> would just be really happy and excited. And they would all be thrilled. As if so. people need to... <laughs> recognize the guys we don't anymore have to say coming out of the studio <laughs> <laughs> it'll be very cute so funny. reminds me of people driving to like cheer camp or something and it'll be like cheer camp bound go 
Kelly, number, I don't know if trailer, trailers are on numbers, but. One of my favorite ones for Kelly. I've ever seen was like on our way to see the Alvern Tigers play. It was like a minivan full of little kids and their parents, and they were excited. And they great. had the chalk? Oh, yeah, on our way to see the Tigers play. You can't let it bake in the sun, though, and then you have to like get a razor blade <laughs> Maybe situation Maybe it was something out. different. Okay, let's dial it back to, I have to know how you and Evan met. I don't know how I don't know the story. It's, yeah. So we met when he was in Atlanta. So I was a couple of years out of college. We actually had mutual friends. So we still, I, to this day, I'm not sure who followed who on Instagram. Oh, yes. okay. I don't, I want to know if there's a way for us to find that out, but mm. he's convinced I followed him. I'm not convinced of that. So you met and then you followed each other or you no. had followed each other before? Correct. We had followed each other before, and I just like did not know who that human was. And I saw we had a mutual friend, so I reached out to said mutual friend, confirmed Evan was a good guy, can confirm, great guy. <laughs> I can confirm that um, as well. Yeah, and then I was just going down to Atlanta. So a lot of people in Auburn live in Atlanta after graduation. Mm -hmm. So I was going down, and I just figured, you know what, I'm going to take a leap of faith, go visit this person, and if it's not a good visit, I have a backup plan, so... So you followed each other on Instagram and then you were traveling to visit him. Mm -hmm. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. It was a leap of faith <laughs> kind of thing, but I really needed that. Like not just, yeah, he's okay. Or yeah, I know him. I needed like a background. I needed track. like a character. Yeah. I just needed to know a character witness. I, in this situation. I just needed to know. Um, Do you think he did any like recon on you? I have absolutely no idea. Like with another human. Yeah. No. He just... I don't think so, <laughs> which is fascinating because like, I feel like he would do his due diligence, but... Maybe he did. He we'll might have. to ask him. Yeah, he might have. <laughs> we'll get him on here. I know. Now I have questions. Yeah. But. I didn't mean to make your wheels Oh, no. Turn. It's good. It's good. But yeah, we had a great visit. We actually... He had an off day, so we drove to Auburn. That was really Oh, fun. that's cute. It was the best. That's a very bachelor hometown date kind of vibe. It, yes. It was the best. And I just... Yeah. I was like, if you're going to take me to Auburn on day one, you're, you're a good person. Okay. And then it was what? What did it look like after that? Never look back. You just fully. Like, I think we started like, quote, he literally asked me if I would be his girlfriend like two that, months later. But oh, I was like that asked, trip. No, my God. I would have been like, sir. Eager <laughs> like, beaver. Calm down. No, no, no. A couple months later. Justin and I met in June, the end of June. And I was very much okay, when the season's over and he obviously being from LA and you come back to California, that's when I will, it will be official. So it wasn't until October. Okay. And I, I don't know. That's I like, it's easy for me to just be flying and like when they played San Diego and they played LA for us to like me to like bop around and come visit you. But that was when right. I need to see you in the real world. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. I like that strategy. I really held out. I mean, I, you're looking at me like sexually, no, but I'm <laughs> I just wanted to know, I don't know. I think base, like during the season is so crazy and it's actually really hard. And when we think about it, we spent more time on, I think it was Skype at the time I'm aging myself. It was Skype. There was no FaceTime, <laughs> but it was so much time on Skype and all of that. Even just saying Skype makes me laugh because I don't even think it exists anymore. Maybe it does. I think it does. But I don't know. I just need to know it was for real. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. <laughs> Is that what you would have thought of me to do that? Yeah. That I'm not like a dive all in? Yeah. I mean, we were Just in. I through. feel like it was hard. And then after that, he brought me to like one of his best friend's weddings, which I was like, okay, this is the true test. That is a true test yeah. for sure. Yeah. But anyways, not about me. Okay. So that was 2018. Yeah. And then things, you guys were, you were quick. You were engaged we were kind of like a year later. So we, well, no. So we started dating 2018. It, I guess it was kind of quick. We got engaged January. It's not quick when you know you know, but. January 2020. <laughs> okay. So right before The everything. world blew up. Yes. So we are just so happy, so excited, <laughs> and then boom. But yeah, so we got engaged January 2020. That's good that you went through the pandemic still kind of in the fresh phase. Yes. Because I think a lot of people that have been together for like a decade plus were ready to, like you actually probably were excited to finally spend time together. Yes, I do think <laughs> it was, kind of, well, it was like kind of invaluable time. I mean, getting that time together, we had, you know, spent off seasons together, but there's visiting family and there's just so much that we were packing into those times. But 
yeah, quarantine time was good, good quality time together. Are you naturally a homebody though? Um, I would say yes. And then people would just like, are you crazy? Cause you're always somewhere new. on the go. Yeah. But, but are you're comfortable being like spending nights at home and absolutely doing puzzles? When, and Oh yes. Big puzzles. People, really? We are, yeah. We okay. love puzzles. I love that. Okay, so you get engaged. Then what does that do to wedding plans? Yeah, so... <laughs> COVID I, bride is like, I feel so much for all of you. It was so interesting to watch it evolve and see how the wedding industry evolved during that time. But Evan was actually the one... So a couple of days later, we went and saw family in Palm Beach. And Evan was the one who was really like looking at venues, making those calls. And I think it's because he knew, I mean, we thought he was going to spring training a month later. Yeah, totally. So he's kind of like, I'm doing my part, whatever. He actually ended up picking the venue that we ended up. I love that. Whole wedding at. But, um, but yeah, so that's what that looked like. It was, but it was a lot of planning for things that we didn't know. So there were so many more question marks than not, which was very strange. I remember asking my wedding planner, like, what are you seeing happen? Like in a month from now, should I plan to maybe like book a florist? Like, I know you're not Dr. Fauci, but just she reason with always, me here. I, I was like, I think I was trying to find reason in something where there was I always want to find someone to tell me what I want to hear, even though they probably aren't the vehicle that right. can get me there. Right. Like, just think, tell me, tell me it's going to be fine. Right. I think, you know, the good thing was it was so early on that like the only thing we had done was secure that venue. And luckily we were able to keep that venue and push it for the following year when we had our bigger celebration. So we didn't have, you know, kind of the tragedy that other people had. Oh, so many people lost out on everything and there was nothing in like the clause in their contract. Right. Right. Yeah. It was not a good time for that. But I mean, I feel like we did a lot of research. I mean, all that downtime, I pretty much knew which vendors I wanted. Yeah. We were just, I mean, if anything, adding clauses to anything that we signed, but. Totally. Yeah. So it ended up going off without a hitch. Yeah. I mean. Did you well, have to downsize or yes. all that? So okay. we changed plans completely, but we hadn't like, I think the one loss we had was save the dates. I did get those made. Um, and that was okay. <laughs> if that was my biggest loss, it was okay. But we did a smaller family wedding, November 2020 and then a larger mm-hmm. wedding or a larger celebration if you will December 21 so. so nice you did it twice exactly and now I feel like it's tradition and I just feel like we need to have another party this year I think you keep it going it doesn't make sense not to we were saying we wanted to do it every year and just have people go down to Cabo but now we're approaching five years which I don't even know how that happened so I think it's a realistic I don't like the vow renewal thing though Right. I don't need to be like the seal and Heidi Klum and go in an igloo <laughs> and do a vow renewal. Did they do that? And Mariah Carey and Nick Cannon did that. And now they're both like <laughs> toast. I'm not so sure. <laughs> My knowledge of bizarre pop culture might surprise you. I apologize. I say, no, that's really fine. <laughs> but I just, I would, I want to, it's hard when you're in the wedding, you don't get to experience it. And it was so fun and everyone mm-hmm. was down there and you don't really get to spend yes. time with people. Right. And you're almost working. I will say that was one thing that I don't think I could have anticipated ahead of time, but having the, I hate calling it like first wedding, second wedding, but having our original wedding and then getting to have, we did do a ceremony. I wouldn't call it vow renewal. We just, we looked at it kind of as like reflecting on vows. So Mm -hmm. looking back at what we had said the year prior. Did you change any of them? No, we didn't change anything. (laughs) I think we both. I no longer will stay with you through this. I liked this idea then, but I have an edit to make. Yeah. But, um, so yeah, we just kind of. It was just kind of like a, reflect, a reflection of them. But yeah. if we were doing them again, I think it would have felt a little weird. But honestly, I will say, like, I'm so glad the first one was done with just family because the second one we were definitely able to just enjoy a little bit more. That's good. Yeah. Yeah, it's always hard. And then, I don't know, I'm naturally a people pleaser and wanting to, like, when guests are at the wedding, you want to be able to take the time with everyone that took the time to go yes. there and celebrate you. And it's really hard because you're pulled in a million different directions. So I think that's why people do the welcome party and right. then have the wedding and all that. So that's good that you got two chances. Yeah. And actually, our original <laughs> wedding date, like, I think two of our really close friends who are actually both in the wedding, they have the same anniversary both baseball people as well so I'm like so cool we take anniversary trips together I think you can in baseball (laughs) like so many people have the same anniversary I think we're right by Kike and Mariana's and Kenley and Gianni were that same weekend 
and it's someone else did it. I want to say, was it December? Yeah, I want to say maybe like Corey and Maddie Seeger are very similar too. So now, you, well, now you go to a wedding and you just assume that that's your going to be your anniversary weekend. Right. There's only so many. There's only, and that's exactly right. There's Unless you're so the couple, many. there's been a few that have went to the courthouse during the season and done it. Interesting. But other than that, you're sharing an anniversary and your trip is likely going to someone else's <laughs> wedding. But I've seen a lot of Evite save the dates for upcoming weddings, Interesting. which I, I really never, we never saw those before. Right. They don't want to make the same mistake that you did and well, lose out. I'm a, I'm strange. <laughs> I'm like strange with stationery and I literally love it. Like I love good paper. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I wasn't, I, wasn't I see you with your notepad in front of you. I literally love, love paper, <laughs> but like when I was invitation suites, that, that was a blast for me. <laughs> and so them. you were sad. Do you still have your original save the date? Yes. Just weep and there's tear stains on it. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised. I think I think I was just looking at it so much like, okay, this was the only loss. That's all right. Look how cute it is. Shame people didn't get to see it. But <laughs> I know. It's sad. But I, I'm I wanna see it. I'm sure I can appreciate it. I'll mail you one if you want. Please. <laughs> Please do that. Uh, I wanna chat about so baseball. Were okay. you growing up? I know you're a sports fan. Yes. So does that make it, because people always say, oh, for Justin's job, are you annoyed at all the games? Do you da, 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 da. And I think that in order for me to be the most supportive wife, my, I think my level of, I wouldn't say obsession, but my like following of the game, caring about the games and understanding the preparation and the work that goes into it helps our relationship be better because I think if you're a wife that's oh you're just doing this and whatever like you're always at the field you're always Justin's last one out every night and if I was annoyed at that or I didn't understand that I think it would make it difficult for me to do this with him so I think you being an already existing sports fan did you have an extra understanding level of appreciation for Evan yes I think so um I think you know, the thing is, of course, like once you're immersed in it this way, you see it entirely differently. Yeah. But I do think like for me, understanding the game of baseball helped a lot. And that was a lot of what I did. I mean, I was a journalism major and at Auburn, everybody is covering football and all I wanted to do is baseball. And so you, you start to learn about the ins and outs and the this and the that and what goes into it and what it takes. But like seeing it firsthand and everything like that, I definitely do think having that prior knowledge of the sport yeah. helped. Um, it's really easy for people to just see what happens on the field. And I think just knowing it's so much more than that helps a lot. Because like you said, the yeah. understanding, if it every day, so why are you taking so long? I mean, don't get me wrong. There has been a time or two where I'm like, what, sir? Oh, I've fallen asleep, along, literally. <laughs> the first time I came, I was remembering last night, I was waiting outside with Cody's girlfriend. And she's like, oh my gosh, why is Justin taking so long? I said, girl, literally my first trip to New York 10 years ago, I fell asleep on a leather couch in the wives' room. My first, I thought he would be so excited to run out of the clubhouse and see me after a month. He was the last one out. I literally fell asleep. <laughs> so I'm like, this is nothing new. And I think it's still funny, even to this day, people like, I'll say, oh, they'll say, oh, can Justin do lunch this day or whatever? I say, oh, he's already at the field by noon. And they're, what? Isn't his game at seven? Like they don't understand that and I didn't even understand that. I think being a sports fan, you don't realize that athletes are going in seven hours before a game and right. staying after an hour, two hours post game. So people, that was new for me. People do seem to get very surprised by that. Yeah. It's just, I don't know. I mean, I'm sure there's a lot, it's good. Like a lot of the bonding and all that, but a lot of the hard work that goes in it too, I think, but I don't know. You Even as like a big sports fan, I don't think I ever, I mean, like, I'm I still to this day, I'm like, what are you doing for seven hours? Yeah, I mean, sometimes it is a mystery. I'm learning a lot about the crossword puzzles that they do. Yeah. I like Sudoku. I think Evan did a couple of those one time. That I can do the easy in the LA times on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and then it's, I, I can't do it anymore. I just love that you know those details. It's just so funny. I can do the crossword Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday as well. And then I have to go to the USA today, Thursday through Sunday. Yeah. I would love to be a person that can take it through. I'm getting better because there are little like nuances and little mm -hmm. things in there that you get better at, but it's just not there for me. That's okay. <laughs> the knowledge is lacking, but I love that the guys all band together and yes. we'll be doing one while we're eating breakfast at home. And he'll say, Oh, 
this person's going to know this one or I'll ask this person when we get there. And then sometimes they go around to the players that aren't good at them and ask them obvious ones just to get their response. I saw on the plane one time, um, guys, you know, tapping some shoulders, needing a little bit of help. Yeah. But they definitely give it their all at first, but it's good teamwork. Yeah. Well, Alex Torres is an absolute saint. He's the manager of the clubhouse and he on the plane will walk down the aisle and pass out the printed crossword and a Bic pen and be <laughs> I'm like, Justin, do you even real, like sometimes there's those moments where they are so beyond spoiled, but I have that. And I say, Justin, do you even realize how insane this is that someone printed out the crossword and delivered it to you on the charter? And he was like, oh my gosh, yes, Alex is the best. And I don't think you get that on every team. No, at all. I love that he gives them the two options too. It's so specific. Oh, we pick both because I'm going to crush that USA today without As a doubt. Should. But LA Times, nope. I didn't even take it because I think when we flew out here, it was what, Friday? <laughs> you knew. Thursday. You knew. I didn't take it. There was one time where Evan wanted one. I don't remember what the like situation was. Or maybe I just wanted to print one for I don't remember. But I wanted to just like get him an actual newspaper that had it because I love newspapers. Back to paper. Yeah. But I had to find a way to print one. He's not a demanding person. So I feel like I made this a project. I don't, I really don't think it was one, but it was very hard to find one online that would print like the no. right format. It, but the thing is, I don't, he's like, did you check what number puzzle this was or something oh, like wasn't that? The right like, day. I don't know. I just clicked. Oh no. On if one. you search the one, you'll get an old one. I didn't know. But I was like, have you done this? He said, no, I don't think so. I don't even like, know how Alex prints it out. You just want it. I have the LA Times subscription and I can never find out how to do it because hmm. I've tried to do it. So if I'm away from home, I'm just counting on Alex to deliver it. Interesting. Or I'll grab something from the hotel downstairs. Alex is MVP. Yeah. There's nothing else to say. You kind of glazed over your, your job and media relations and journalism. Mm -hmm. And I remember asking you when we're leaving the game the other day, like what your, I don't know. I think wives in baseball, what they want to do definitely gets lost and kind of buried and all that and I asked you if you would ever try to work in baseball or media relations yeah so (laughs) the first job was with the Astros and I was media relations intern um and I absolutely loved it and that was where I learned so much of the sport yeah I think I mean you're young out of college you have a lot of energy like at the end of that season I just remember sitting down and being like wow that was exhausting kind of like we do now it's yeah it is exhausting it's a lot but I love that world. I love that side of things. I don't think I would do it again for a sports team. It's just not feasible. Yeah. But you're like, God, I figured this out after college. Yeah. But I mean, I (laughs) loved it so much. And I mean, there are some stats, this was 2016 and there are some things like we'll be watching a baseball game, Evan and I together and somebody, I don't want to say random, but a player will come up to bat or come into pitch. And I have the most random stat ready to go. Yeah. Like Evan, was that the person who did X, Y, and Z in 2016 in the third inning of the fourth game of the seventh month or I don't know no I, I feel it sticks that. like that and that's pretty cool but yeah. I think I've separated myself from it now so I'm not you know able to like kind of just riff those stats like that but I'm also not working with it 24 7. Yeah I know I was sitting with someone at the game last night and they were like oh where's this player from and I was like oh he came over the trade deadline he was with the Giants last year remember this play it was it was the in playoffs and it was a check swing and, and he was like Courtney I'm like, oh I'm sorry I just I'm a very casual fan I almost dial it back I for, I'm like sometimes I forget that people right. are going to be very like whoa okay wow you definitely watch the game right well I mean and it's our world now right yeah and so I think like to I don't want to say normalize things but when it is what you're immersed in it's what you know I wonder what has been pushed out of my brain to make room for the baseball stats that have entered definitely something because they can't just live. I just it's I a lot. don't know the <laughs> Pythagorean theorem anymore <laughs> or something from college. It's gone. They say when you learn new things, right? You push something out. Maybe. I, I mean, know. it's gone. It's like 80% baseball. It's very sad. <laughs> Do you have any interest in, well, journalism is like, I mean, that's a lot. It can be a lot. Do you yeah. ever, do you do anything to kind of like feed that passion? Are you a journaler? Are you like a blogger or anything like that? Um, not exactly, but I was working for a company um, for the last year and a half doing a lot of social and creative, so basically like digital strategy and oh, nice. creation. And I I just love that side of things, but I like the creative side for social, but I also 
like obviously with journalism, love the human element. Mm-hmm. And that's sort of, that's something that's never going to leave me. Yeah. So, you know, a good feature article in The Athletic, there's nothing like it to me. Yeah. I just love it. Um, I don't think I necessarily would go and be a reporter, but writing is kind of my thing. I like words. I like paper. Maybe that's why I, I was can a journalism major because I just wanted to write on paper. But Well, I will be a reference for you if you want to start applying for jobs. Thanks. I... The Athletic is good. What's the the Players Tribune? Very good. It's crazy. It's really good. It's brilliant, honestly. It is. And I think something that's really interesting now is it's not just a reporter's job to tell a story, but, you know, there is a responsibility on the athlete. And I think people want to hear, quote unquote, the firsthand experience or the firsthand story, whatever it is. Um, Hearing their perspectives is super interesting. And we're watching athletes learn the value of storytelling and taking that into their own hands. And I just, I love watching that. I I mean, I love reading the articles too, don't get me wrong, but it's cool to see how athletes are kind of taking ownership of their stories. I think the Players' Tribune has like this bungalow office in Santa Monica that's very casual and dog friendly and all of that. I remember seeing a job posting. So if one pops up... (laughs) I'm going to toss it your way. We love dog friendly. No, I think a lot of players have their story and they just don't have that vehicle to tell it. And mm-hmm. so them pairing them with a ghost writer or mm-hmm. a writer that's going to help them do it. And they do such a good job. Yes. Remember Justin did one, I think in 2016 and it was, oh, I get chills thinking about it. I think it was actually called Goosebumps was the title of his piece, but it's so good. And you learn so much about uh, players. And I think people lose the, that they're human in mm-hmm. all of this. And it, I almost say their characters are like, I don't know, like characters in a movie to people. And I think when they realize, oh, you're just like us, but just have a very public career, or you have this crazy talent or what have you, I think that's so helpful. Mm-hmm. And not that I want fans to, you know, like, oh, I feel bad for this player. They're going through this. So, let's make an excuse for the performance. I think it just brings everyone to that level of like understanding like people's struggles and what goes into it and what they've overcome. That for me is what's cool about Players Tribune tangent. No, it's great. So I'm rooting for you. I just think it's tough. Like we have all these things that we want to do and we not get pushed to the side because this life is fun and we are obviously having a blast, but it is tough because I always say, oh, like my time will come one day where I'll be able to do what I want to do and what, like, will it? I don't know. I think you just have to, I don't know, go for it, figure it out. Yeah. It's tough. Yeah. I mean, I will say on that note, that job that I was working in digital was something that I tried to, I mean, I did do it. I did it for a year and a half. Um, Even tried to do it during playoffs last year. And I realized like, you got to give yourself some grace. Like you can't do everything, but that doesn't mean that there won't be a time that you can it is tough and it's I don't know you don't like I always say when I because I was working a ton when Justin and I met and I kept working for years and years and years and I still work part-time and then obviously stay busy with stuff but it's so hard because this is such a you don't know how long this ride is going to be and you don't want to miss something and I just remember thinking like when Justin made all-star you think oh what if I had a boss that said oh you can't get off work and I miss that and yeah it's not the end of the world but their career is you don't know what it looks like and you want to be there so it's that back and forth of right and no one's gonna feel bad for you they're like oh you're poor thing you have to miss your husband I was lucky like my company they I mean I was very honest with them I was like listen this is what's happening this is what we're doing so they let me but I mean were there some 6 a.m like in the bathroom meetings happening so I wouldn't wake Evan up like sitting on the floor yes it's wild it's wild when I have to go anywhere and I have the courtesy I'll put my outfit in the bathroom the night before (laughs) I do like and it's from like marathon running it's like your flat runner and you lay out your outfit for the following day and everything you need because I feel bad waking him up but when Justin has early games or early flights or whatever Oh, it's like wrecking ball throughout the bedroom. <laughs> so like, it's just so funny, like the little like sacrifices I make because I just don't want to ever contribute to him being more tired or whatever have you. But it's wild how much I sacrifice of Like in regular and, season as well. Oh, yeah. All the time. Yeah. 
Well, mar- like for the marathon, I would be waking up at 5 a.m. to do runs mm-hmm. and I don't want to wake him up. So I right. creep tiptoe into the bathroom, shut the door, get ready and then be like, bye and just leave. Is he the kind of person who can go back to sleep if he wakes up? No, because I think Got that it. he has a hard time. Got and it. I think the dogs notice I'm not there. And he said they just sit up at the foot of the bed and <laughs> stare at the door. <laughs> He'll say he didn't go back to bed, but I think he's definitely sleeping more. But I just don't want to disrupt. Right. It's just sleep. wild when you I don't know. And you, it's a fine line of like living for someone else and making sure that you're taking care of yourself. And we yeah. talked about this this week with travel and just sometimes it just hits you mm-hmm. and you just have to say, okay, I'm not going to go to the game tonight. I'm going to take this night for myself. Right. And yeah. I don't, I think people would think that's silly. Oh, you're in Miami, you're in New York and you're living this life going to games and how fun and oh you're exhausted and you couldn't make it to the baseball game but there is so much that goes into it and outside factors and things going on and I think it is important I think a lot of people learn that during COVID to just say okay I need to take this time and take a break and it could be even things with the games that are stressful or things that are happening with your husband or anything they're going through playing wise like we take all of that on Mm mm-hmm I think, or at least I do, I don't want to speak for you, but I feel like if they're going through anything or struggling or exhausted, it's, we kind of like soak up that energy too, because we're in it with them. So I think it is important to have those moments of saying, I need to shut this down and kind of reset. Absolutely. We did that a few times on this trip. And that is a-okay. It's that point (laughs) of the season. I can't believe it's September. Truly. Literally. It does not, it doesn't make sense. I'm like, when I saw September on my phone this morning. And I forgot to do rabbit rabbit when I woke up. Did you ever do that? No, I have absolutely no idea what that is. Okay, well, we need to set a reminder for October. It was a thing that used to be on Nickelodeon when I was younger. And it's when you first wake up in the morning, you're spo- the first day of the month, you're supposed to say rabbit, rabbit as the first words that come really? out of your mouth. And then you have good luck all month long. So this oh. month, it's fine. September is going to be great. But I think next month, we should set something in our phones We're and gonna, make sure. Yes. I think what I normally do is just title my alarm rabbit, rabbit. So then it pops up and I just say rabbit, rabbit. I'll send you a calendar invite. Thank you. I appreciate your organization too. And I, you know what else I appreciate is your love for, where is it? Oh, it's right Disposable cameras. Um, I just love them. I love all cameras. We love (laughs) photography over here. And lately. It's all part of the journalism. Well, it started that. It actually did start that way. My brother got me a real camera for graduation. And I mean, I would take pictures of any and everything. I still, I feel like I kind of do. I kind of want to do it more, but yeah, here's the disposable I already took a photo of Courtney before we started. I know. It's, it's going to be my best. It might be a new profile pic. I just, I can't wait to see them. I love that we don't know what they're going to look like. Um, Where do you get them developed? Because I've noticed that all of the film stores are closing down. There's probably specialty ones in LA. In LA, there are. There's a lot. I haven't been to one, but I've seen them on the internet. But you can send, <laughs> you can take one to Walgreens. They'll get sent back. But I use something else called like mpix.com. Okay. But you can get the negatives back. So Walgreens, I don't know what I need them for, but it just gives me like comfort yeah. to know that I, I don't know but there are I remember one hour photo when we'd have our prom best. photos which okay dating myself again but or dance photos or something and you do it and you one hour Ooh, the and best. you'd see it in that slot with your little last name letter and you'd go through and you're like, there are my photos there was and then you started to get the cd the cd was next level it was key because yeah. you don't have to scan them and they could go right on your whatever myspace live journal what have you <laughs> perfect I just I'm so excited to get the nostalgia I know I mean so there was a period where I think these are cool now for younger kids but I couldn't find them so I ordered one on eBay I think it was very expired but on it it said return to Walmart like to develop I was like well I think they might turn me right away but I don't think they have a photo center anymore no I think that camera was very old we talked about the thrill of with a disposable camera when you get that extra photo because it's tw- it's 26 or 27. I think 27. So when you get and you got one more snap in there, oof, exhilarating. It's a, it's a honestly a thrill I can't describe. It's pretty good. And we still have my dad's old Polaroid camera. And when I was home for my niece's birthday, did I snap a couple? I absolutely did. I think the film is like $70 now and you get like eight photos, something insane. I love that. You gave Evan one for the season. How's he doing on it? He, <laughs> I, he's I don't believe he's used it. He told me that he has a plan. It has been in his backpack since day one. He has I a plan? just document throughout the season. It'll be really fun to look back on. I don't know what his plan is. Have you peeked and seen what number it's on? I believe it was on like 24, but the thing is, I don't know if I gave it to him. Empty? After snapping a few. Okay. But 
Um, he, I'll give Justin one. I'll plan it. It's he'll it's, probably Justin would do bop around and do it in one day though. He wouldn't even think about hefty it. Hefty responsibility. Yeah, so. I think we get him. I need to Don't order you think a few. Be fun. I want to do one for playoffs. That'd yeah. be so fun. Exactly. I, I think that's what Evan's it. plan maybe is, or maybe he just didn't use it, and so that's the plan that he made. I'm not so sure, but we went to this place. It was Summit in New York, uh, heads up. If you're going there, make sure you put in the actual location and not the summit apartments, but we went there and you pulled out your disposable and asked a girl to take a photo of us. And I think she was very yeah. caught off guard. Yep. It's easier than when someone hands you a professional camera. I feel like I've had people ask, like, I just press the button on the top and it's fine that they don't know how, but I'm, I just, in that moment, just I'm like, just, just wind youth. it and then press it. He's like, but what if it's not? I'm like, it's going to be great. Yeah. Whatever we get, it's going to be awesome. No, it's so perfect. Okay, before we have to get on this bus, let's go mm -hmm. through. Well, you have to talk about your frog story. Can you do it quickly? I, I'm going to do my best. It's, I'm going to do my best. Okay. So I go home to Florida for the first time this season. We were having a sofa delivered. It was quite an ordeal to get that. So I wasn't going to miss that delivery window. Mm -hmm. So I go back. Cool. The thing that I decide I'm going to do other than get the sofa is change out a wreath that's on the door, on the front door. We had this magnolia leaf wreath and I just, I was ready for something new. I wanted it to be kind of fallish for when we returned. I don't know. Thought it was a good <laughs> idea. So I take the one off, I put the new one on and I place the magnolia wreath on the entryway, like the foyer I get, like in the entryway. Foyer. Of, I, you know. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and for some reason, pretty much all day, I'm just walking around this. Like I place it on like the little runner rug and I just am walking around it. Yeah. Don't know why. So at 1.30 in the morning, when I go to check something outside, question marks there. I'm yeah, like, oh, where are you going? I don't know. Postmates? No, I was, <laughs> I was just literally just checking something. But granted, we were kind of still on Pacific time. I yeah, don't that's know. true. But I'm like, Liz, just move the magnolia wreath over. Like, why have you been walking around it all day? I pick this wreath up, and Courtney, when I tell you that two things plopped out of it, like it was the most, I've never experienced the definition of a word the way I did with this. Like they, <laughs> they absolutely plopped. And the thing is, I don't even know how I saw and how I knew there were two. I ran faster than I, I don't even know what happened. What plopped? Two frogs plopped, Courtney. <laughs> it was were two they frogs. scary? Was it like Mr. Toad? Courtney, I don't. Did they have bumps? Or are they smooth? I didn't. I, didn't I think not. Get East that Coast close. frogs are smooth. I you didn't, didn't even. No, I did not get that close. I don't know. I don't Where think they, they. They. I think they had some texture. I will say that. Okay, that's I nice. did get close-ish, but bright green, dark green. No, brown? they were brown. Okay, they were definitely brown because at a certain point. So my feet don't even touch the ground. Like I run, I saw them for less than half of a second. And I just, something told me those were two frogs. You're I'm afraid sure. of frogs. I'm not, but I learned, Hermit? I learned that I'm afraid. I experienced them differently in my own home when they are unexpected. That's what I learned. And so I'm, I, but they're not in your home. No, they were in my home. Oh, they were in your home. This is the magnolia wreath that was in the home. Oh, okay. Floor, I thought I you ran outside. Mm -mm. So I was outside, came back in. Okay. Yeah. That. And I drop, I mean, I, Courtney, my feet don't touch the ground. I run so fast. My phone drops on the console table. And I'm like, I, I literally need Evan, who is currently in Milwaukee. It's whatever time. What is Evan going to do? I have no idea. There's no logic in my head at this point. He is going to do absolutely nothing. But, but that's comfort what I need. you? So I go to, the, I, don't, I don't know. You should have called me. I don't know. Well, I learned I am this. honestly like a pest expert. I'm not afraid of any, other than snakes. I don't know. My neighbor had a snake growing up. I dealt with it. I just don't like that they can move faster right. without feet. That, But frogs have feet. But the thing is, I didn't... Okay, so the frog was clearly startled because he didn't... I only could see one from my angle and yeah. he did not move for a solid... I eventually very quickly ran, got the phone, got Evan. Evan's yeah. on FaceTime experiencing just a breakdown. Just an, <laughs> like the most... I have never been this chaotic in my life. But the, th the problem was I only could see frog number one. So I had no idea where frog number two was. So in my head, frog number two could come from anywhere. And that was what I did not want to have happen. Okay. So, so Evan is, he's on FaceTime, which we have a couple of live screenshots that are on next level, but we're looking up 24 hour pest control. Like we're looking everything up. It is Sarasota, Florida. Like everything closes at nine. There are yeah. so many places advertised as 24-7. I would get connected to someone and they would tell me, sorry, we're closed. I'm like, but you say you're 24-7 and I'm talking to you. Like, who are you? Yeah. Where are you? Can you help me? <laughs> and it's like a national, I don't know, 
headquarters hotline. I don't know. So you couldn't have just got a broom or something. Courtney, I did this thing. I thought was dead. Well, here's the thing. So it was clearly or like startled. a dustpan. Oh my god, that's just a terror. Because he was not dead, Courtney. I know, but like, what is he gonna do to you? Hop, hop on. Hop me? and do what? Strangle you know. with his the like webbed is, fingers? I will say that I stepped back and I said to Evan so many times, <laughs> I know that everything happening right now isn't logical. Like I was. Like I, yeah, I couldn't. I've been there. I've it. totally spiraled. And I and said to him, there. "Listen, not I know with the frog, but something." I'm like, I know more. you're annoyed. I'm annoyed. <laughs> I'm annoyed with myself. You're annoyed with me. I totally get it. Just hang in there with me. Let's find some pest control. Like I know this is crazy. <laughs> so I try to get a box. We get a cardboard box, and I try to go place it. So I've, Evan is propped up on the wall at this point, like watching this. I get brave. I go to put the box over it. I look over my shoulder for something, and by the time I turn, that frog is not in the same position that it was before. So that's when I lose my mind, and I'm like, oh, my God. You lost him or he moved? No, he just turned. He just wanted to go to bed in the Magnolia Reef. Why didn't you just let him live? Well, I mean, I did. So what I ended up doing was, well, this is the tame part of this, tame version of the story. I just go to my room, put the towel at the door so no little frog comes through exit out the we have a sliding glass door that goes to the back yeah set my alarm for 7 a.m which is the earliest place that opened told them the situation i said i'm going to be coming around the back i'm going to stand on the driveway you can leave the door open i'm going to support you in your endeavors so this man comes he goes in i hear some rustling I'm like oh gosh comes out with just a, his fist closed i got your frog <laughs> i'm like Sir, you are my hero. Thank you so much. What was he going to, was he offering him back to you or just telling no, you? No, he's like okay. letting me know. Hey, and I was like, was it in the Magnolia wreath? He said, yes. I'm like, okay, wow, this poor little thing was just sleeping. And then he says, do you want me to look for frog number two? I'm like, yeah, if you want to look in the powder room, like maybe the laundry room. I just <laughs> feel like, feel like maybe that's where. All these where, very fancy locations I, in your house. That's just what we called them growing up. It's, so frog it's a, nice a bathroom taste. and a laundry room. Yes. <laughs> um, it's a bathroom without a shower. And so... <laughs> I'm like, yeah, just look around there. And like five minutes goes by, 10 minutes goes by. You're not man? more alarmed of this man in your home? No, I than, am. Okay. Well, I am at this point because I'm standing on the driveway. I'm like, wow. Okay, because I'm just thinking, I've lost like, sight of him. Yes. Well, yeah. Like, so I'm, I'm getting You nervous. might need the frog to, as backup. I was a little nervous. Yes. To like launch the frog at this guy. Exactly. But he comes out maybe 15 minutes later. Oh my, I wouldn't have given him that much time. Almost a smile. Well, I could see him for a while. But, a smile. Um, he probably went through your drawers. He might have, but he had a bucket and frog number two. And Courtney, that man saved the day. He saved the day. And I'm st- and it, guess what? It was under the new couch, which was in what I thought was a safe zone. He was appreciating this couch. I mean, this, my like, much anticipated couch. But the thing is, if I see a frog on the sidewalk with Evan, I'm like, Ev, look, I'm going to go get it. Like, I want it. So I was stunned that I Wait, hated you- this so much. Like, I don't mind frogs out on the street. I don't Did want- you see any of the iguanas in Florida? Iguana? No, we have a lot of lizards. No, but in, in Miami, they were everywhere. No. Massive. I don't, I'm not scared of them. But if they're in my Those home at 1.30 in the morning. I mean, yeah, I guess I wouldn't want to touch one. But I don't like scorpions in Arizona. Oh, I, we there was one that was our first Arizona and it was spring co- This one was clear. It looked like a glow-in-the-dark yes. toy. They're creepy. And my dog saw it, and oh. I freaked out. Ours was dead. We ran over it. It was in the garage, but. Even when they're dead, I don't trust them, though. I just feel like there's, it's like bees. They still have the stuff in there. Right. I don't know. The thing is, like, if I see a spider, like, I don't care. I will squish it with my fingers. Justin will have me get spiders. He doesn't love them. And that's okay. That's fine. And so the moral of the story is everyone just needs to know it's okay to experience animals differently in your home (laughs) than outside. Was that our PSA for this? Mm -hmm. I think you call me next time. Well, okay. So we used to go frog hunting in the little sewer in my neighborhood. Right, but it's different when it's outside of your home. Yeah, but I wanted to bring him home. I mean, right. I had a green anole when I was younger, but it was a little contained. lizard. Yeah, but I'd bring him out. <laughs> Did you ever lose it? I think my brother lost his. <laughs> he had be- my he had Beavis. My sister had Butthead, and I had Rodman. Tell me, you're a '90s kid without That's telling perfect. me you're a '90s That's kid. That's perfect. Because we raised him in. I think in third grade we had him, and then at the end they would say, "If anyone can get a permission slip, you can keep one of them." And I brought one home, <laughs> I and I welcomed it into my house. Maybe we just need to get a pet frog to work through this. But I love it. It okay. was a weird day. Before I let you go, thirty seconds of rapid fire. Can we do it? Let's do it. Okay. Favorite TV show. Can I give you three? Sure, let's do it. Schitt's Creek, This Is Us, and New Girl. Okay, I've only seen This Is Us. Love it. First concert. You haven't seen Schitt's Creek? No. Oh, my goodness. Are, are you going to leave? I might. <laughs> Cancel the episode. First concert. Uh, this one's not a direct answer. So my mom, I did some 
research here. Okay. She said it was the hot dog guy, Wienerville. Wait, what? Uh, uh, Courtney, I haven't looked it up. I, I'm not asking Well, I'm going to look up Wienerville, but I'm scared of what's going to be the result. So I'll put my safe search but on. If my memory, it was Aaron Carter and the 18s. So Aaron Carter was Wiener. Oh, is that because no, he has an OnlyFans? Courtney, separate, <laughs> separate events. I think he only shows his feet in his butthole. Courtney. What? That's I'm true. I'm talking about two really separate things. <laughs> oh, so Wiener guy is not I Aaron Carter. No, correct. Okay. correct. Okay, 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 okay. So that's like my mom said. <laughs> he does have an OnlyFans. When though. I said to my mom, I said, well, what's the first concert I've ever been to? She said the hot dog guy, Wienerville, then one of the girls. So and like I Margaritaville, Jimmy Buffett? Sh- sure. Okay. It's probably a little kid Oh, thing. like a, what's, yeah. what were those things called? Wiggles? Yes, but way before the Wiggles. Okay. But of my memory, yes, Aaron Carter in the 18s. Okay, favorite stadium. <laughs> Dodger Stadium, and I, we, I do love Camden Yards. It's a classic. Yeah, um, you love the brick? I do. Yeah. I really do. Jenna um, Marie Smith, who, mm-hmm. Dodger Stadium, Camden Yards. So, so it makes a lot of sense. Make, yeah, you have an appreciation for the mid-century modern and the I guess beautiful so. brick. Yeah. Dodger Stadium is next level. But um, in another sport, Jordan Hare at Auburn Tigers is the best. I love that. Okay, what are you eating at the stadium? Soft pretzels with no questions asked. Salt? Do you flake it off? Salt, and I do flake a little bit off. Mustard, cheese, just plain? Just plain. Good for you. Okay. (laughs) And do you have a pro travel tip? I do. I have a few. I will say, like, for packing, rolling your clothes, it makes a big difference. Do you do packing cubes? Um, Sometimes. I was on a kick a few weeks ago, but I still think rolling saves more space. Okay. And then always have extra tissues and and chargers because you just, you never know when you're going to need them. To capture a frog or cry over a frog? Anything. A spill and anything. Shit your pants? No. What? That's very if reasonable. someone spills water, oh, like, well, what if them. Okay. But you say you never know what's going to happen. You, well, I could shit myself right here. And what if I don't have maybe tissue? Maybe now I'm going to say bring rubber gloves in case there's a frog. <laughs> but just roll your clothes. And or if I shit myself, you also want rubber gloves. <laughs> okay. I love that. Well, thank you for chatting with me. Of course. Thank you so much for having me. I'm going to see you at the game. Um, Friendly reminder to rate and review the podcast, specifically this episode, because it's five stars. Are you public on Instagram? I am. Okay. We'll share your handle so people can follow you if they don't already. I will. It's. Do you have to look it up? No, I'm just confirming. It's (laughs) e.lizphillips. I love it. I'll share it I didn't know if it was an underscore or a dot. Oh my gosh. We had to lock that in. (laughs) All right. Well, thank you all for listening and I'll see you all at the Turner Trot 5k. If you're not registered, it's sold out in person, but you can still join us virtually. You can go to turnertrot.com for more info and I will talk to y'all next week. Bye. Bye. Boom.